Welcome to the awesome pod mix. You are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, when a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema. Today, I'll be talking about the fourth episode of Marvel Studios, Hawkeye. Whether Marvel creates movies or TV shows, they are all cinematic. This episode's title is Partners, Am I Right? Written by Erin Consino and Heather Quinn and directed by Bert and Bertie. This episode opens where the third episode left off. Jack has Clint over the pointy end of the sword. Kate stops Jack. Eleanor enters the living room and is so wide-eyed. She says, Why is there an Avenger in my living room? If you've nothing to hide, you would be more celebratory about an Avenger being in your living room. Jack realizes Clint is the archer. Kate reiterates that it's the branding issue. The title appears. Over the dining table separated by a sword, Kate and Clint are seated on one side and Jack and Eleanor on the other. Kate clarifies that she and Hawkeye are working on a case and he's her partner. Clint dismisses it saying he's not her partner, let alone friends. Eleanor asks Kate and Hawkeye for clarification on how someone logged into her account. Kate steers the conversation addressing Clint as CB1 like Obi-Wan Kenobi and his trust issues. Kate is chill and not freaking out. Clint feels she's definitely not chill. Eleanor is not buying any of it and she wants the truth. Kate says they need an information on an actual case and actual people who are in actual danger. Eleanor wonders if Kate is working on an Avengers level threat. Clint admits they are working together, but it's not an Avengers level threat. Eleanor feels she's going to have to trust everyone at the table to do what's right, and we see a shot of the Ronin sword. The right thing for Clint to do is take away that sword. Eleanor wants Kate to stay and see Clint out. On his way out, Clint steals the Ronin sword back. Eleanor warns Clint that Kate is not a superhero. Clint agrees, but she's pretty good at all of this. Eleanor categorically brings up Natasha by name, saying, "Natasha Romanoff was pretty good at all of this. Being good is not enough to keep you alive. Why would you do that? How dare you bring up Natasha in this conversation?" Eleanor wants Clint to drop the case and have Kate stay out of it. Clint can't drop the case, but he promises to keep Kate safe. Clint messages Laura to run a background check on Sloan Limited. Eleanor makes a mysterious call to a mysterious person. As per Black Widow's post-credit scene, I think she calls Contessa Valentina Allegra De Fontaine. Just call her Val. Actually, don't call her Val. Laura reveals that Clint's friend is really busy. He's been learning Russian and jogging a ton. Clint deduces that Sloan is a front for the tracksuits. Clint is surprised to learn that Jack is their CEO and launders money for the big guy. Laura understands that Clint might need another day. Clint says that Kate needs help and he needs to make sure she's safe. Laura asks in Spanish if anything else was stolen from the Avengers compound. Clint checks if she means the Rolex and if it wasn't destroyed years ago. Clint suggests tracking the transmitter signal. So it's Laura's watch. She speaks Spanish. She's definitely an agent of some kind. Jack makes Eleanor happy and Kate is surprised to see that. Jack misquotes the movie line from Forrest Gump. 
Life is too short. You never know what you're going to get. My mama always said, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. When Jack says being laughed at by family is better than being alone in the holidays, right? I was like, firstly, how dare you? Secondly, it hits Kate that Clint is away from his family during the holidays. Clint ices his bruises with slushy packs. Kate arrives with some holiday cheer to save the holidays. She brings movies and ugly sweaters. Clint compliments Kate's instinct about Jack because as per his digging, Jack is laundering money for the tracksuit mafia guys. Kate inquires how to get more trick arrows. Clint says he has trick arrowheads, but he can't put them on any shaft. Clint describes how to hit the same target back to back. The first arrow has to be made of wood and the second arrow can pierce through. He reveals a coin trick that can knock someone unconscious 20 feet away. But it has to be with a quarter or a nickel because the dime is too light. Kate wants Clint to prove it. He flicks the round Christmas decoration thing and switches off the DVD player. Kate wants to learn the trick and Clint teaches her. She tries a bunch of times and manages to switch on the DVD player. Kate inquires about the best shot he ever took. Clint reveals it was the one he didn't take. Kate insists Clint to reveal the story and that would be her Christmas present. And it would be a great story. Clint's tone suddenly changes and he says, It's not a good story. You can see the hurt in Clint's eyes. Clint reveals about meeting someone for the first time and realizing that they want an out. Kate figures he's talking about Natasha. She's the best there was. Kate apologizes and figures he lost his family in the blip. It was devastating and there are no words. It set the tone of Avengers Endgame. There's nothing like it. Kate asks if that's when he met Ronin. When Clint doesn't respond, she figures he's Ronin. Kate tries to reason with Clint saying he's a hero and the past is behind him. Clint takes accountability for his actions. He wants to fix things before he goes home. Clint appreciates that Kate is helping him cheer up. Kate goes to rest. Clint removes his hearing aid and remembers the past, losing his family to the snap, getting them back, new scenes of Ronan fighting, and the heartbreaking Warmir scene. Fade to black. Over the radio, we hear it's three days until Christmas. Clint is ironically sipping from Thanos was right mug, just like last night. Kate is sporting the Nanka t-shirt from the comics. Clint reveals he's gonna have a word with Kazi and Kate needs to get the arrows back from the LARPer friends because they are mostly first responders and one of them is a cop. Kate meets the LARPers, says Hawkeye sent her and she needs some run-of-the-mill evidence tampering for official Avengers business. Kazi walks up to his car in the used car lot. Clint surprises him from the back seat. He asks him to convince Maya to stop her hunt for Ronin or else it would be deadly for her. Clint needed Kate to retrieve the arrows, not stage a play. They are a guild, Clint. Laura sends a message about the watch's location to Clint. Clint gets the arrows and leaves for the address on the message. Kate accompanies him. Kate asks what's the play. Clint reveals that something of his was stolen at the Avengers compound and now it's at that apartment. Clint explains that having a quick exit over a quick entry is important because things always go sideways. As Clint is explaining, Kate has already left. Clint is upset over Kate's inability to act like a grown-up and get her way each time. 
As Clint describes how to get in, Kate helps an old man with his groceries to enter the building. Kate doesn't listen. The old man thinks Kate is cray-cray because she's talking to herself. Clint's bow is collapsible but Kate's is not. Kate picks the lock and enters. The red light blinks and something flashes white. Kate uses the Play-Doh arrow for some strobe lights. Kate finds the vintage Rolex watch but also a notepad with Clint's family members' names on it. Clint figures it's Maya's apartment. He asks Kate to get out of there. Clint is on his way to get Kate out of there. But Kate hears him getting attacked. Clint thinks Maya's on the roof with him. But Kate is absolutely certain that Maya's in the apartment with her. Clint wants to know who he's fighting. When Kate asks for help, Clint shoots a zipline arrow. Kate gets stuck on the zipline. When the masked person uses the zipline to hit Clint, Kate makes it through. The masked person holds a gun at Kate and Clint comes in between. Maya uses the same zipline and knocks the masked person off. Kate kicks the gun off the building, removing it from the situation. The masked person throws Black Widow-like stingers at Maya. They hook Kate to a wire and throw her off the building. Clint gets PTSD looking at Kate falling and the music is the same as the Warmere scene. She wants him to pull her up but he cuts off the wire and tells her to get the hell out of there. Kate climbs up the rooftop and shoots a sonic arrow. It affects everyone except Maya. Kate shoots at Maya and is about to take another shot but Maya removes that arrow and leaves. Clint fights the masked person with a bow and unmasks them. It's Yelena Belova. She throws a stinger at him. Kate is about to shoot at Yelena, but Yelena shakes her head. Yelena jumps off the building, tying herself to the hook. Clint says, someone hired a Black Widow assassin. This has gotten very real very quickly. Clint, buddy, it got real when you learnt about the big guy's involvement. A Black Widow is not more dangerous than the big guy, is it? Clint pushes Kate away and says they are not partners, they never were. He needs to do this by himself. He takes her bow away. Damn, that was heartbreaking. You don't need to be heartbroken. You can listen to the awesome pod mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music and Google Podcasts. If you like what I'm doing, I'll soon be launching the awesome pod mix page on Patreon and you can support me there. Thanks for listening.